gonna agitate the bubbles to make them. Oh, this is good. This is soothing me. All right, I'm no longer nervous. Um, we try right. to get the guests Barf. down to Jesus Christ. <laughs> we try to get new guests on this program to a chill level by all releasing gas into the microphone. Yes. If you it's got a, a fart experience. in you, put that put that up to the mic. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be tricky now that I'm on the laptop mic. I'm gonna have to like put my ass on the screen. <laughs> flip around. I'll do Just it. Flip it around. Yeah. Laptops yeah, okay. are chair shaped. Yeah. They are chair shaped. <laughs> sit on it. Just take a seat. I don't know. Take that a seat. It's Radio Free Topag, and I'm Audrey. <laughs> I'm Donovan. It all I, stays in. <laughs> you may have heard. You may have heard a voice just now as I as I completely trampled them and like stamped on their on their voice. Uh, uh, the author of Enlightened Transsexual Comics, Sam Sabo. That's me. Welcome to the show. Great to be here. Big fan. Now, what Thank were you saying you. when I started yelling? <laughs> gone. It's, it's gone, gone now. Okay, it's already we'll gone. It. That's Audrey's okay. That's okay. Out of six second window right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> blasting thoughts out of our brains with the burps. Usually that's my role. What are you drinking over there that's propelling these? I'm sipping yeah, on can a check. Official can check. We, yeah, 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 we did an informal one earlier. Um, I'm sipping on a Bellevue record. Blackberry. Uh, Brand new flavor, brand new brand. Um, giving it a six out of ten, solid. Okay, all right, doable. all right. It's a doable seltz. I like a berry. decent seltz. And Audrey's got a black can of Big K. Big K Zero Sugar, baby. That's that's Dr. what powered K. this sex machine. Doctor K, I see. Looks really good. The black <laughs> the can. can is like very imposing. I like it. It's like it honestly, it's kind of sexy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little sexy. Yeah, it looks like it could be alcoholic, but it's not. Yeah, you know, it's but like it's not. But it's sending that energy. It's kind of the the sexy member of the Big K family. That's true. You've what got are you sipping on a Donovan? What are you sipping on? I have raspberry seltzer. I also okay. have in the holster strawberry seltzer nice. to be deployed when necessary. I was hoping that you had a liquid death so that I could be like, no, there's no alcohol in here. Like the Uber driver did. Oh yeah, because it's got a skull on it. Over the weekend, Audrey was in Chicago. We went to the Weeda show. It was very good. We hung out with Loesch. We had a great time. Yeah, but yeah, we got in front of the show. We got in the car on the way back, and the guy was like, "He can't have an open alcohol." And I was like, "Actually, it just has a skull on it because this ain't your mama's seltzer water. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of an edgy, bubbly water for hard motherfuckers like myself." He said. Excuse me. Your right is free now. I'm sorry that I disturbed you. <laughs> True story. I want to put a warning at the top of the program, too. We were discussing it before. We're trying to identify if I'm getting sick or if I am just depressed and didn't sleep well. Or maybe all three of those things, but I'm feeling a little, sure. a little uh today. You ever feel uh Time or two? Every day. Thank you. Thank you. That is a common thing for me. But I feel like it's it's like a uh, premium today. Ugh, plus. Mm. But we're Ugh. fighting through it. And we we thank you, Sam, for joining us on this difficult day. Between the powers of our beverages and of the questions that lovely listeners sent in, I think we're gonna be able to make it. Um but before we before we get into stuff, um Sam, do you want to introduce yourself and like the kind of stuff that you do? Because you do fucking cool ass cartoonist stuff. Ooh, like 
Udano. Uh, sure, <laughs> yeah. That, that felt nice. Um, I'm yeah. I'm Sam Savo. Um, I'm a cartoonist. Uh, from Massachusetts, currently located in Chicago. Uh, I uh, I'm a cartoonist. I a printmaker. I've been self publishing like comics and zines since I was a kid. I think I've made like almost a hundred yeah. now, but most wow. of them were bad. Um, and my first book uh just came out uh last month. It's called Enlightened Transsexual Comics, uh, and it was published by Silver Sprocket. And you can find it in bookstores and comic shops. And it's kind of a fun, zany uh, take on uh, trans life and pussy. uh, (laughs) A madcap uh, romp through uh, life as a transsexual in hell. Yes, yes, that's that is honestly so much better of an elevator pitch than I just gave. Uh, I'm yeah. good at punching them up, baby. I can't. I don't I write nothing myself, you. but if you yeah. give you give me a log line, I got you. I'm you can cool. hold around one, log the two. hell out of that line. <laughs> what got you into doing comics specifically? Yeah. Weirdly, for like an audio only medium, we've had a lot of cartoonists on here. We're friends with a lot of people who make very very cool. I don't know. It's a, it's an art form that I respect a lot, but have absolutely zero skills in. We yeah. always just, did you start with comics or you were like drawing initially? How does one be like, I'm going to put, I'm going to put panels around these things and they're going to be in order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I want to push back on the fact that you need to have skills to make comics because you, de- you definitely don't. And I feel like I'm, I'm proof positive of that, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I mean, I've been drawing since I was a kid, and I went to school to be a writer, and I really hated it, and I was uh, planning to drop out, and um, I had a teacher just kind of put some, like, cool underground comics-type shit in my hands, and I had, like, a chance encounter with uh, Linda Berry, who's, like, my favorite cartoonist, mm. and uh, she gave me a little pep talk, and... Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, comics just kind of hit at a particularly dark moment in my life when I was really, like, desperate for any direction whatsoever, and I just latched onto it and never let go, and that's just what I've been doing now for, like, 15 years. Uh, Shit. Yeah, yeah, it was like I'd really hit a wall with writing where I was, like, very aware of my limitations, and I got really into comics because, like, I knew that I was bad at them. And right. it kind of like helped me kind of cut through some of the insecurities because I, 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 there, it removed all the expectations I had on myself to like be competent. Uh, and uh, you know, over the years, I've kind of like gotten a little better at it, I guess. But I mean, I was really drawn to it because I was bad at it, and that uh, brought with it a kind of creative freedom that I'd never experienced before. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just that. really like comics too. I like reading them. I like drawing them. Uh. I have a very short attention span and I like hyper fixating on repetitive motions. So comics plays really well to that. Hey, and you kind of got like a clear, I, I don't, I don't know. You got like a clear bounds of they're usually around like a similar length or you got a few, a few panels. I feel like having that kind of constraint mm-hmm. helps like rein things in a bit. Cause I've oh, struggled really? with writing also. And I feel like part of that is just the extreme open-endedness of that where there's so many directions to go that it becomes, and you'd be like, oh, that's like a more freeing thing. You could do whatever you want. But that's like, 
I don't know. I, I get a similar like frozenness with with trying to do that sometimes. I was working yeah. earlier this year trying to get into journaling, going through the breakup, actively like stopping myself when I would fixate on like this doesn't sound right or whatever, and just getting the shit out and being like, no, just keep putting stuff down. It doesn't matter if it sucks or not. It's weird how counterintuitive that is. How you have to like kind of just let go and embrace. I mean, sucking initially to 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 pick something up like that. And I'm feeling that with with music also. And I guess the show, when it comes down to it, we just get, we didn't even plan on this being a long running thing. We were like, let's just rip off Loveline. And yeah, I, I knew this would be I knew this would last forever. I was uh, from the moment we sat down, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, we're yeah. doing this a long fucking time. <laughs> you know, you know. This feels right. Well, some of us are blessed with the gift of foresight and others are blessed with uh, a mustache and brow sweat today. I didn't know I was a woman yet, but I knew we would keep doing the show. (laughs) (laughs) Very limited foresight. Yeah, I love that, though. And yeah, maybe I do take a crack at that. House of Decline has said something similar, I think, on this show or on one of his... um, kind of like solo ones he's been recording recently talking about artwork and mental health and all that stuff that he's gone through. I guess, I don't know. That just seems surprising to me with comics being a thing that like has a a format and like structure to it. That feels intimidating to me, but yeah. Yeah. The constraint kind of helps. It's it's intimidating in some ways, but it's also kind of nice in others. Like you're saying, you can get kind of paralyzed staring at a blank page. Just like drawing four squares on a page uh, makes the page no longer blank. And uh, it is kind of nice having like a prescribed, just like really loose structure to, yeah. to kind of, it makes it a little easier to get started for me. I don't know. Um, I like only did four panels to a page for the first like, eight or nine years because yeah. i just i needed to have like a consistent like assignment and i needed to know when yeah. the comic was over you know what right. i mean <laughs> this this then this and then this. yes yeah. situation like setup punchline payoff bonus pan hover over text bonus yeah panel. awkward silence yeah. panel <laughs> <laughs> the beat oh yeah though yeah. I, I love that. And I appreciate that the framing of that is not nah, fuck it. Anybody can can do this kind of thing. I still I don't know. I'm still intimidated by it, but I really appreciate that. It's rad as hell what you do. I mean, I've literally made like 50 bad comic books in a row. You really do just need to keep banging your head against the wall. <laughs> All right. I'm getting a piece of printer paper. I'm starting. Uh, is it depression or illness? A new comic series by Donovan from RFTB. And the first panel is me being depressed. And the second panel is me being sick. And the third panel, I'm shrugging. And then the final panel, you'll have to read to get the answer. There's a comic. I've done it. it. Live on it. I'm living it, Donovan. You got it. You got to finish it. <laughs> and there's kind of like sweat drops over the whole thing. I kind of my, my body temperature's all fucked up today. And I'm dropping all over the place. Ah. You'd think. You'd think I would have a pen handy in all this mess here. I used to draw little, like, it was just faces. It would just be faces talking to each other. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a comic. And it's, it's just little, it's like the, eye, the eyes are lines. And then the uh-huh. nose goes like that. And then a little circle with, like, that would be yelling. Just a little, a little guy. 
Yeah, I wish I could show you. That see, this diversion would be worth it if I could show you, but I don't. You got two cans of Dr. K in the background. You got a trans flag, but you ain't got a pen. <laughs> But I don't either. I have a straw and a can of okay. seltzer and a Jurassic fish fossil. I like this. <laughs> All the essentials you need here. on your desk for recording. Yeah. Got a matchbook oh, and uh, some toilet nice. paper. I got some toilet yeah. paper on the ground. You got a, you got a runny uh, nose or? No, no. I just like threw it in on the floor when I got home from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> And this but I'm been, sure I will. And this has been desk roundup where none of us have a, have a pen for some reason. Why would... I just still fucking look. Listen, this is... The people can't see us searching and it's... it's <laughs> it is dramatizing. There's some uh, 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 dramatic tension happening trying to find the pen. Uh, hopefully that translates to, to radio. Sam, more could... on the topic of yeah. this program. Yes. What, uh, how's your dating life going? What's your experience with dating and relationships? Oh, oh man, what's my experience? <laughs> uh, it's question. good. It's good. Uh, I've been uh, been off the market for a while. I've been in a, in a monogamous uh, situation uh, oh. for a long time. For, shit. For almost 10 years. Uh, Holy wow. shit. So I don't know how qualified I am really to dispense no, advice, no. but I can we, give you we my tell people, boring ass fucking takes. We tell people all the time that that is exactly what we are looking for is somebody who is capable of maintaining a healthy, long-running, successful relationship. That's what we're looking for for well, people to give well, advice. Well, don't oversell me here, but... But yeah, yeah, I can... I beating can, both I guess, of us. Yeah, I got some yeah. rules of the road, road to share for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I dated before we met. Uh, we were also broken up for a year, so I did a little, a little, little bit of dating in between there. So I, I got a little, little bit of road, road tested experience, but I have not, I've not been on the market in a while. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who comes on, who's we've had a lot of people who are either married or in long relationships, always are like, I don't know if I'm the best person, and we are typically like. Well, neither of us have held a relationship down, even for the duration of this program. <laughs> so it kind of balances it's us. Right. Long duration. Yeah, you know what? We've been doing this Lord. show longer than I have dated anyone in yeah, my life. That's normal, so. though. What has it been, like, five years? It's been a lot of yeah, years. Yeah, it's been five years. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on the train for, like, one, I think. You know what? This is It shows commitment, though. We can maintain a relationship with the podcast. Mm. Totally, totally. Ah, and that's why we're experts, and that's why people write, that's why people write the questions into us. Uh, we love that though. Do yeah. you our, our our classic? So that's my more recent question that I hit guests with. I've only started doing that the past few episodes. It took almost five years to be like I should ask where people are with dating. No, it's it's good context. The beginning of the show. It's like a good disclaimer to get out of the way before I fucking. Start, you know, agony haunting people's polycules and shit. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, our, our long running question that we have asked people, though, is uh, do you have an embarrassing dating or relationship story? That we oh, could man. I mean, yeah, I've got plenty. Um, uh, I was OK. I was like thinking about this, like right before we started recording. Um, so I'm trying to do this in a concise way. I have like kind of a diptych. I, I've had like uh, exactly like two like rom-com style like meet cutes in sure. my life and Hell they both yeah. happened in the same week 
in my early 20s, uh, right when I moved to Portland, Oregon. Um, so, like, the first one was, like, I kind of just, like, met a girl at, like, a, a bus stop, and uh, she asked me for a uh, bus fare, and I gave it to her, and then she, she gave me her number, and we hung out, and uh, she... Uh, this is like this is gonna sound like like a hack Portlandia bit. If I feel like if I remember this story, but she was like a crystal hunter, and that okay, was like yeah, her yeah. whole deal. She was like a transient crystal hunter who had been like traveling across the Pacific Northwest, uh, collecting crystals. And um, she brought a chaperone to the date, which I guess was fair because like we meet cuted, and I was like a total stranger. Yeah, you meet there was like at a, the bus stop. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. But she brought it was just like a big dude who uh, didn't say a single word to me and just followed us around. And uh, neither is it. Wait, wait. Did he sit with you or was it like at a distance, like a Secret Service kind of guy or like a bodyguard? Like he's right there kind of thing. But he's right there. So here's another thing. We didn't sit anywhere. Neither of us had it. Literally, neither of us had any money. So we just walked around. I've had those dates. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah uh yeah and and like the day wasn't awful it was just like she really like was she really wanted to talk about the crystals and we just walked around we just did a few laps around portland <laughs> talking about crystals while this man like walked lagged maybe like <laughs> 10 feet behind us in silence and then i rolled the world's worst joint in the bathroom of a starbucks and yes! we all smoked the joint and then i went home oh, oh the okay now, the now he wants to get involved <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. No, that was the funniest Scissors part. Weed. But didn't even introduce himself. But he, yeah, but Hey, I'm I Bruiser. To... Put me in the rotation. <laughs> I need to yeah, test this for safety. Totally. I need to make sure this isn't laced. Let I me mean, take another like, hit to be sure. In hindsight, at the time I was like, come on, dog. But like in, in retrospect, it was like, oh, this guy's kind of a man. She's like showing up to make sure his friend doesn't get murdered. Totally That's, fair. That's true. That's totally thoughtful. Like at the time, I was irritated. And in hindsight, I'm like, I was way too judgmental of both of those. But at the time, I was kind of like, oh, man, I like, I just wish I could meet a normal girl. And then the next day, I did meet a normal girl. And that one went like so much worse. I was oh, no. like walking down uh, Belmont Street and I got like a book out of like a free library and I, like a girl was like right next to me and she was like, oh, like I, I, fuck, I was like, I don't know. I love Haruki Murakami or like whoever. She's just like we started talking about a book, and I was like, "Wow, I'm like talking about a book with like a like a girl that I oh, just wow. met." This literature, is like, wow, literature, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is like this is like my fantasy of Portland that I had actually imagined because so far, like my life in Portland had been going like really badly, <laughs> and so I was I was feeling like really excited. We went and got coffee the next day, and like. It was just clear that like every word out of my mouth was like like horrifying her. Oh like, no! Like uh, she was super normal and she like worked in a nonprofit and was like very mature and together. Okay, and just sure. I'm just revealing all these details of my life. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, I like live on a stand-up comedian's living room floor. I sleep on the floor. <laughs> I work at a bottling plant, but that's like only till like my career as a rapper takes off. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really sleep yeah. ever because there's all these like middle aged men abusing prescription drugs in my bedroom, which is the living room. And, uh, you know, I smoke weed all the time. And 
just everything I'm saying is I'm just like seeing this like look of horror like spread across her face <laughs> and I just like I just like felt myself like kind of like stepping through the thresholds from like quirky to to um you know, scary. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so I don't it's know. terrifying I, when you can feel that happen in yes, real time especially <laughs> when you have yourself conceptualized yourself as quirky up until that moment and then all of a sudden you realize Oh, oh no, no I really am like a bouncer who works part-time at a grocery store and DJs yeah. as many nights a week as I can and I'm just drunk constantly. Yeah, you know, it really is kind of a problem totally. actually. I might <laughs> totally. need to address this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh quirky is very much a sliding scale in Portland, uh is <laughs> kind of the like the takeaway here, but like but yeah, I mean, I've struck out at a lot of first dates, but like that was the only one where really like the fabric of my existence was just like unraveling <laughs> before my eyes. And I felt I felt like I was actually scaring this woman. And I, I just like went home with a very like I'm going to die alone kind of vibe. Charlie um, Brown walk home. Yeah, absolutely. Big time Charlie Brown walk. Yeah. Uh, Both extremely good stories. I I very much appreciate the the phenomenon you're talking about, though. I had one of those. I was in Nashville, and this was I I was in Portland before this. I moved here from Portland, actually. But this is a lead up to Portland quirky Nashville moment. I had just gotten laid off, and I went to meet this girl for a date, and she's like, "So what do you do?" And I was like, "I'm just gonna own this. I'm gonna be candid." And I was like, "Yeah, I just got. I just lost my job." So I'm not really doing anything right now. Thinking she's going to be like, oh, yeah, we've all been there. That sucks. And she's like, oh. And I could similarly feel the kind of energy (laughs) get sucked out. And I am like, wait. But I I do a podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's not impressing her either. Oh, shit. I can Uh, save this. I can save this. (laughs) Hey, let's do like three shots in a row. When you do meet the person. Yeah. Who you you share the shit that's happening like the whatever level you're on. Uh-huh. And you meet them at their level like at their they're there at the same time. When you're mm-hmm. like I just quit smoking. I just quit smoking too. Let's smoke a pack of cigarettes anyway. Yeah. That's Those what's relationships. up. Relationships, yeah. That's good shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to quit my job too. <laughs> let's drink three shots back to back. Let's fuck yeah, let's do I'm going to start a level, podcast. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you ended up finding a, a, a long, good relationship after this. We all got to work through those initial uh, sinking feeling dates, I feel like. And maybe someday I'll end up in a consistent relationship. But for now, uh, the pod- I'm in a polycule with Audrey and the podcast. That's, that's, what, it's, that's what it's all about. Oh, that's yep. so Just a happy little family. I love oh, it. Now, what's the podcast in this situation? Is the podcast like... We're, we're podcast metamores. Yeah, I think it's a V. I think we're each dating the podcast, we're but not each other. Podcast. Yeah. 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 I think I'm the podcast's favorite. <laughs> you would. You would Uh-oh. think that. With the podcast, I spend a lot of time with the podcast that you don't even know about. <laughs> uh, yeah, the podcast and I were just, uh, uh, we just went and recorded a special bonus. I didn't think you'd, you'd mind. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was just listening to the podcast while I was in the shower. What do you, what do you think? It was just me and the podcast. 
Listen, this isn't news to me. The podcast has seen you naked plenty. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It's been with me through some some dark moments. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm loving this bit. This is very. This I don't know really how we haven't good. come this up with this before. I'm gonna do my best to sneak a call back in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hit it again as we get into questions. Speaking of which, how about we get into questions? What do we very say? Into it. Um, very into it. Can I pee? No. Oh yeah, take we can we can take a clap here and then we'll do the hat read. Definitely you can be. Okay. (laughs) Hit it. Cover cover up the sound with the with the the music drop. Oh you can we we, we take a pause. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, spear and a lactone a bitch. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm going to do the ad read and then we'll do some questions. Here we go. I'd love that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Hey, it's me. Sick Donovan. Oh God. Oh, sorry. I'm all sick for like the second time in a month. This is, this is miserable. Oh, 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 oh. Listen here. Uh, let me let you in on a little secret. Uh, there's not a medicine that'll cure me right now, but there is a medicine out there that can cure your heart. It's called the Radio Free Tote Bag Podcast, and you can get a regular dose for free each week. But what if I told you there was a double super dose that could heal even the worst relationship problems? It's found at patreon.com slash RFDB. It's that prescription shit. $5 a month, you get a bonus medical episode each week. (laughs) Chock full of healing properties and Reddit questions. And you can support us, and maybe you'll make me sick dono feel better because it sucks to be sick again i think that's what this is i think i'm sick again patreon.com slash rftb i'm i'm writing you a prescription take it to the pharmacy patreon.com slash rftb is patreon the pharmacy yeah i guess in the patreon's the pharmacy and we're kind of and we're kind of the the bonus episodes are like the prescription shit i see i see that makes us pfizer then like we're the drug manufacturer. We're like the good Pfizer. Oh. We're like the good <laughs> Pfizer. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Question box. box. Shit, it was going to be good. Where did it go? I'm stupid. Physician, heal thyself. I'm too dumb. to. You should do the soundboard from now on. I'm too stupid for this. Here we go. Asking all the questions. Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, us who? Asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, us who? Uh, ah! It's the question box. It's the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send in your questions to us and we try to answer them. How do you do that? It's simple. Head to our social media at RFTB pod on Instagram and Twitter, uh, or just at RFTB and like the other dot blue sky dot social shit. Look up RFTB on blue sky. You can find us there or RFTB.me, our website, click the link that says question box. You don't have to make an account. Just dump your heart into the text box and we read it. Audrey, what do we got first? Uh, let's start with this one. Hi, RFTB. Hi. Hello. Hoping you can help me with my boyfriend. He is 29M and is going through what can best be described as an identity crisis. He's currently fixated on having, like, Las Vegas swagger, I guess. 
He walks with his legs leading a little bit and does coin tricks with a poker chip. <laughs> I wish I was making this up, but that's where we are at. Is there a way for me to gently redirect him to more normal personality quirks? His friend told him he was a boring person, and I think it really affected him. Sorry for rambling. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody you go like, man, you're really, you're super normal. Okay, Panama hats forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, how about now? <laughs> Pick a card. Find <laughs> <behind> your ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad strategy. You're definitely not boring if you're doing that. You're just mildly insufferable. Right. But better yeah. than boring. What would be worse? If what somebody would... was boring or like <laughs> was flipping a fucking poker chip around their fingers all the time and walking with like strutting everywhere. I like that guy more for sure. You like that guy more? Guy. The boring guy. What do you want? Do you want the person who's like, "Hey, oh, so what are you into?" Uh, no, no. Or do you want? Oh, I'm into. I head down to the the little. Uh, it's just dog said, track. I almost, said, I almost said Little Caesars for the casino. Caesars Palace. The the, I head on down and I'm, I'm a car shark. That's big Caesars. That's that's big Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> Complimentary. Gambling's gambling. <laughs> that's their that's their slogan. Gambling's gambling. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's a way harder word to say than pizza. Gambling, Gamble, gambling, gambling, chips, chips, chips. Do you actually? You would prefer boring person to yes, this cretin? because boring person. Okay, boring people have inner lives, right? There's more. To this motherfucker's got an inner life and is crazy in there. It's yeah. crazy in there. I it's a casino <laughs> inside of there. No, but like my point being, it's like it's boring people are just regular people. Are most people are just a, you know we're just going and doing sh like if you ask me what is, I, what do you do a podcast? That's the most fucking exciting thing I got going on right now. That's not exciting cool. though. It's not particularly exciting. People do it's ask me about it, and they are they are fascinated to hear me talk about it. They they what's it about? And you you know whatever. It's exciting. But other than that. Wait, what else we start talking talk about pillars of eternity too what else do i got going on in here you know what i mean man it's something <sighs> yeah. i when you say boring, boring person, guy has has something going on under this it just doesn't know how to market it properly i don't know i'm and i don't somebody. i don't feel like wearing the fucking <laughs> i don't think wearing the card print suit <laughs> and the fucking you know like the yeah. fucking aces wild shit i don't think that that's the way you market it yeah totally totally i'm Sam, still trying who, to picture like what picking? this looks like on a day-to-day -day basis like is he doing like magic tricks he's just he's, doing like his weird little swaggering I, his little swagger yeah, walk he's got a little of this okay his legs leading a little bit so he's doing like the keep on truck and walk the strut <laughs> i mean i kind of love i i've been known to strut i don't that's I not like a good that. for me it's good and i'll see that's the thing if i'm in the right spot i'll do it without having to think about it this guy's thinking about it yeah it's an overcorrection yeah. for sure yeah very saturn return vibes i get it i get it i mean that 29 is a great year to to hit that wall for sure <laughs> uh i so like so like what i'm thinking is like sure this guy is boring 
Well, you didn't actually say his friend said that he's boring. His friend uh, called yes. him boring, and he's compensating by becoming Rodney Dangerfield, basically. Hey, okay, so get no so respect. The, <laughs> the listener, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna offer my two cents as to whether whether or not this person is boring, but like. The listener, clearly you found something interesting about this guy, given yes. that you're dating. Um, or if not interesting, then at least uh, engaging, worthy, yeah. worthy. There's something you like going on. Yeah. Uh, so I think there are like ways you can maybe, um, in a subtle way, like nurture those things or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just make some nice, maybe not compliments, but like subtle observations, like. It's hard to give an example because I don't know anything about this guy other than the. the I I feel what you're saying. I'm picturing like you like this. He's really caring. Like maybe okay, he's a little bit bland, but like this dude's just got a good heart. He's looking out for people. He takes good care of you. What if you were like, hey, babe, instead of uh, (laughs) spinning the poker chip on your fingers like when you're thinking and stuff, you're you're like a thoughtful. You ever thought about like volunteering at like an animal shelter or something? Like you're gonna like (laughs) take care of. That's so much better than flipping the fucking poker chip. Well, that's around. way better, but I'm saying the poker chip is better than nothing, is what I'm saying. And I don't sure you didn't have nothing before. But if we're talking about archetypes, the the fucking blob from the Selexa commercial or whatever, like just the gray blob <laughs> yeah, yeah, versus yeah. Johnny Cards. I'm going with Johnny Cards. That's that's just gonna have that's just a weird fucking energy to be around, yeah. and there's something fun about it. It, it's irritating. I would get sick of it. I've like kind of known this guy when I was in college. Somebody I knew became like card trick guy at like parties and stuff. And it was way it over the top. That's and he so was like, rough. he was like dressing Vegas a little bit. Something. And it was, no, it was not good, <laughs> but it was really fucking funny to be around. And so I would choose that over. Okay. Uh, I don't really do anything. Over the the person who is so couch locked, they have melted themselves in the truth commercial yes, or whatever yes. the fuck. Yeah, that piece of shit. I take the talking poker dog over the melting couch person for sure. <laughs> but I, I, Sam, I like where you were going. I think you nudge them. What are their? What's your partner's strengths here? Is there anything else he's into that would be cooler and more engaging? Because also, like from it's got to come from like a genuine place. This. This feels like a bit. This feels like a costume yes, he's putting on. Right. It's got to be something that he's genuinely like strengths play right. to. Or has he been into anything for a while <clears throat> that he kind of keeps on the down low? You know, affects, affects suck universally. Yeah. If you are doing something in an affected way, that sucks. Yeah, yeah it's Don't not good. Do that. Effects like, only. Like the person who went to Spain over the summer and comes yes. back and has a Castilian lift. Yeah, they're hitting the TH. Uh, That's no good. Man. Fuck that. My yeah. college Stop roommates it. Uh, did that in Ireland. Just started. I just started to talk Irish, Irish, Irish. You He's are really- from. You are from Portland, Oregon, or wherever you're from. I'm not sure. <laughs> New Jersey. You are from New Jersey, not from Derry. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. I think, well, one thing I learned from that guy and from several other friends who I've seen, uh, when somebody is really doubling down on a new gimmick, it is it can be hard to pull them away from it. And so yes. I think that you will have more success 
nurturing other mm, aspects of yeah. his personality rather than trying to push him away from the Vegas thing because See, I was gonna say like, squirt bottle. People, yeah, squirt bottle <laughs> could work. I don't know what kind of relationship it is. Squirt bottle has worked, but um but well, yeah, no, that I is going to be like, that's my winnings. He's like, oh, I won the hand. I got the jackpot. A spray of water. <laughs> playing big cards. To- I, I don't fucking know anything about gambling. I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've noticed that like uh that like people like really dig in their heels on a gimmick when you point it out because like they don't want to admit to themselves that, that it's it a is gimmick. a gimmick yes. yeah yes. this is yes. what i noticed with the accent and i've seen this happen with people that just get a develop a thing like in the middle of their 20s and 30s so like <laughs> it, you know like you might find him getting defensive or denying that it's even a thing i don't know everybody I don't wanna, does I don't this. Assume, what are you talking but, about <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to like really admit to themselves that they're consciously pursuing like a Las Vegas affect because that's like yeah. not something you really ever want to say out loud. It's so, like, like the, on the least cool thing you can be involved in. <laughs> right. So so rather than address the situation directly, I do think like an indirect approach where ra- you maybe just fully ignore that this is going on and instead just try to focus yeah. on the attributes that uh that are good and maybe again try to even if even if you got to do some digging on this one try to find something in his extant personality that is actually interesting and tell him that so that he yeah, doesn't boost uh, the other thing maybe maybe find ways to break down the insecurity that are not actually attacking the vegas thing because i think you just need to let it naturally pass it's very hard to like wrench somebody out of a gimmick once they've really uh dug their heels in on a gimmick Especially like this one, because I think it just comes from, I don't know, this happens to lots of people in their 20s, even fucking later here, like, yeah. ah, shit, I don't, I don't like know who I am, or I'm not confident about who I am, and you want to figure it out, and like, it's going to be awkward initially, you're going to have some bad, you're going to have this happen, um, but yeah, I, I, just, you, you can see him externally, something draws you to him as a partner, I like that idea of just trying to trying to boost the other good things and send this in a direction of something cool and not like an I think you should leave mm-hmm. bit, basically. Is what, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of the one, like. the Tim Robinson bit. Uh, I think the, 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 for, it was pre I think you should leave, the one where he's like the, the Frank Sinatra guy, you know what I'm talking yes. about? He's like singing. <laughs> don't be, don't be that. Yeah. Give us an update though, because this is really fucking funny, and I love this. And That's I love question. that you didn't yeah. disown him. That's a good partner to be like through good and through bad. Through that was a very even-handed wording yeah. I think, there. Through Vegas and through pirate metal, we're gonna. <laughs> That's right. That's a is that next? Too. Pirate metal is where they go next. Could be. Yar har har. Seems like a lateral right. move. Yeah, that is. Those are pretty. <laughs> Those are pretty evenly <laughs> not ideal things. Yeah. All right, check this out. I'm going to read another one. Here we Do go. It. Do it. This one is in all caps, but okay. I'm not going to read it in all caps because it's just kind of a normal question. I don't know if they got stuck on caps lock or they're just real excited. Okay. Hi, Donovan and Audrey and guest. Hello. Hello. Trigger warning for medical procedures. My 31M girlfriend, 27F, is trans and has undergone an orchiectomy but still has her other male genitalia. She has undergone a number of gender-affirming surgeries, but her penis has remained. When we are in the bedroom, she makes comments about how she bets 
I want her to keep her dick because I'm, quote, into that, and other comments that make me feel like maybe she wants to keep it. On the other hand, I am also worried that she thinks that I'm fetishizing her, when really I just think she's beautiful and the love of my life. Do you have any advice on how to approach a conversation with her about this? Thank you. Again, all, all in, a very yeah, thoughtful question, in all, all in caps. I think they just... Yeah, that was such just a, like, a measured question, dude. <laughs> Maybe they were hoping we would read it in the MDC voice. On the oh, other hand, I am okay. also worried that she thinks that I'm fetishizing her when really I just think she's beautiful and the love of my life. Right. Yeah, I think like that, that would be good. Um, <laughs> shit. 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 Um, person really loves their girlfriend. They do. I'm fuck because you can't. I don't know this chick. I don't know her relationship to her genitalia. I can't yeah, say like I'm, I can only really speak to my genitalia. Yeah, I speak to my genitalia all the time. How's it going down there? <laughs> good yeah, yeah. Looking good. in the bathroom. Fancy seeing you here. pretty good okay what are you gonna say it's like okay because like for me i don't have a whole ton of bottom dysphoria but there are some times when i'm just like i don't fucking care to have this anymore but then it's like what do you do about it it's like a really lengthy arduous procedure it's like a lot to you know there's a lot goes into having that done and i'm like i don't know you kind of do mostly what like you do most of what I want genitals to do, which has caused me to experience orgasm. That's pretty much what I want you for. Uh, and you kind of do that. And I, I don't know. I, I don't want to speak to her psychology, not knowing anything about her at all. You know? Yeah, yeah totally. I feel like this person's just a bit stuck because they want to kind of know where their partner's at with her genitalia, but without like, drawing their attention to it or like coming off as fixating on that. Like I can see feeling this energy of like, wow, she keeps bringing this up. It seems like it's a thing, but how do I kind of dig into that without it feel what they're describing feeling like, Oh, like I, I want that. Don't change that. Or feeling like fetishized. Uh, But I think you kind of, I don't know if you're in this stuck place and she keeps making comments on it. I feel like you just have to, Approach the question of like, oh, that fuck, and I'm struggling to do like, to just directly ask if she's feeling dysphoria around it or if she wants you to pay less attention to it. Phrase it like that. Are you experiencing bottom dysphoria? Yeah, Something, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Something we're familiar yeah. with, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely get do do affect a affect a funny voice. I think that'll make it go down. Are you experiencing bottom dysphoria? <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, gotta no, get a great. poker chip. You gotta get a hat. No, use the situation real quick. Can't. <laughs> no, I just. Um, yeah, I, she, she she keeps going. You like my dick, don't you? You like my dick, don't you? Do you say it yeah. if you do? Yeah. You know, I do. I do like your dick. I think it's great. I like smacking it around a little bit. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Like, yeah. just say that. Just, like, be honest with where you are with her genitals if she keeps saying you like my genital, don't you? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's can be kind of a tightrope act, too, because, like, yeah, if you like her genitals, you should tell her that. But then also, if she's thinking about maybe no genitals, 
you know, yeah. you gotta you gotta make it clear that like that's like not like yeah. Don't worry about that. Like, that's huh. not a problem for you. That that that, yeah. that on top of the the many gazillion factors swirling in her brain over what's going on with her junk. That like you know the way it affects her partner is not one of the things she needs to be stressing out about. You know what I mean? Or at least yeah. not weighting it more than any of the other factors at play. Right, exactly. Because, I mean, I'm someone that has lots of conflicting feelings about my junk and have, you know, voiced it to my partner plenty. And, like, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I think the best you can do is be, like, a receptive listener and, like, be there to talk stuff out because it can be, like, a very lonely and frustrating experience. But, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I get it. I mean, it can be hard there can be kind of a pressure on the other side of that to feel like you're not like putting your thumb on the scale. If she's like actively yeah. trying to make decisions about what to do. And like, I think like the best thing you can do is kind of, uh, just be, be supportive and like, you know, make it clear that like, you're good. You're, you're okay. bored for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're yeah. 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 The whole she's the love of your life part, I think just like reiterate shit like that. Say that. Like, yeah, that's the good you part. You don't I fucking think. care what you like her, however she is, when it comes down to it. Um, but I, I do get feeling kind of in this trap of like, you don't want to, if you know that your partner is struggling with this dysphoria, you don't want to add to that. I can imagine right. that being an overwhelming stress that could make you like clam up or like, how do I respond to this without making her feel worse? Or like, like you were saying, putting putting the thumb on the scale and feel like I'm influencing what what she is going to do with her body or, or or wants that to look like. So I feel like you kind of just give it the I love you no matter what. Where where are you at with this? Yes, you know that's the big fucking question. I yeah. I love you no matter what. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think part of this could just be. For her, you have the component of navigating gender dysphoria, but also, okay, I'm thinking maybe I want to have, I'm blanking on the, is it phalloplasty? No, phalloplasty is like the reverse. Vaginoplasty. The Vagi yeah, vaginoplasty. I'm thinking I might want to do that, but what if my partner like doesn't want that to happen? What if they don't like me anymore if I do that? Like I could see her being in that combined state of dysphoria, the normal trying to figure that shit out, but also, fuck, this affects my partner too. How do I how do I decide what to do here? I don't want to make them unhappy. So I think just reiterating the, I'm going to love you no matter what, but checking in then on where, you've been talking about this a lot. Are you, where where is your head at with this? Have you been feeling something recently that you, you want to yeah. get a procedure or you don't? Um, but I think just as as kindly as you can, just get that on the table with the caveat of, oh, like you're the fucking love of my life when it comes down to it. Yeah, you know. And or, if yeah. she if she wants your opinion on it, she'll ask for it when the conversation comes around, mm -hmm. and she'll wait that to whatever degree that she's going to wait that. I would I would suggest to her not to let it be too weighty of a thing. Your yeah. opinion on what's going to happen to your body, but you know. Just, it's a conversation. Have the conversation. Yeah. What, what was the end of the question here? How to approach a conversation with her about this? Babe, you are the love of my life. I care about you very deeply. I want you to be happy above everything else. That's yeah, it. Sounds good. That's how I feel about it. And then, and, then if, and then if the question comes up, well, how do you feel? Then that's when you share. 
or just give i'm down for whatever that if you're too. truly like you don't have a preference to and you don't want to be weighing into it be like i i don't i'm into you either way you know and and try to leave it at that but i think i would bring up the where are you at with this though you've been bringing this up a lot is is this something that you've been yeah. stewing on where is your head at and trying to give kind of support there because it sounds like she's just kind of struggling to think through all of this which is totally understandable it's a, it's a tough thing to navigate 100%. Good on you for writing in, though. You seem yeah. like a pretty kick-ass partner that, like, not only you want to support, but you're you're just trying to make sure you don't, like, make the situation worse for her. Uh, and that's thoughtful. So good on you for doing that. And I hope you get your caps lock key fixed or write in and tell us that that was a bit that we missed or something. But, it, again, this is a very thoughtful level question. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's in all caps. I do like imagining <laughs> them, like, screaming this question. Ah! <laughs> Trigger warning for medical procedure. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. And Audrey's, rem I remembered to highlight the last one red. She's remembered to highlight this one red. Our new protocol to not leave old questions in there like I kept doing. It's working. It is Where in are progress. We? Where are we going next? Hmm. Let's go back a little ways. Uh,. Hello, the hosts with the totes. Love that. Yeah. As well as Robin. Nope. No, Robin's not here. It's Sam. Oh, uh, wait. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's an old question. Sorry, we left you in a backlog for so long and also 100 bad. other people. <laughs> We're trying to get through. <laughs> Solidarity with hosts who might still be dealing with breakups as of reading this. Kind of. <laughs> better, but it, I don't know. It still sucks a lot still, sometimes. Still sucks, yeah. Solidarity. Uh, solidarity, indeed. <laughs> I myself just had a relationship end, one that I'm definitely sad about, and I know it's probably for the best and ultimately don't feel super hurt by it. been about two weeks now, and I feel pretty solid taking some time for myself at the moment. In the past, I've swung hard one way or the other when it comes to time spent before getting back out there, either getting into something too quickly before I've fully healed from the last heartbreak, or waiting a year or more and just forgetting what being in a relationship feels like. What might you say is the quote unquote sweet spot after a breakup for putting oneself back out there? Or what do you think I should be checking within myself to know whether I'm ready? Thanks, Clay. What's up, Clay? What Thank up, Clay? you for the breakup solidarity. Sorry that you're going through that too. That sucks. Uh, I feel like it varies. It varies on the breakup for one yes. person and it varies on the person. I have had breakups in the past where I started dating somebody the fucking the same week. I just got back out there. I was like, I got to distract myself. I got to remind myself that there's other people out there and that I'm cool and that people like me. And like, I just got to get out the fucking house. I'm going to go do that. I've had other ones where I'm like, I can't even imagine going and meeting up. I'm not going to be able to get my mind off of this ex. You know, you kind of just got to, You kind of just know you got to feel it out. My strategy with this recent one has been, I don't know, I got out there relatively quickly afterwards because like I was traveling and I don't know, I got on the apps and stuff just to, again, kind of like uh, remind myself that people are out there and people think I'm cute. There's a cool like boost from that. Like, I guess what I'm getting at, there's like levels here. You don't have to jump 100%. out there and be like, I'm going to get in a relationship. Yeah. But you can dip your toe back in. You're swiping on the apps. You're messaging people a little bit. And then if you're me and you're like, I don't know, a month, a few weeks out of this last intense breakup, 
I'm just fucking direct with people. I was like, yeah, I broke up with somebody recently. It's been brutal. I was even when I was there, I was like, I'm still living in the place that we shared. It's fucking sucked. Some people are going to get scared off by that. Mm-hmm. Other people are going to be like, oh, I just went through that shit also. And then you got a cool bond with that person and shouts out to this person. And then you're like a support system for each other through the breakup. And that shit's rad. Just like f- try to figure out where, how, feel it out. You could do different levels of it. You don't have to go straight back into, I'm going to go jump into a monogamous relationship mode. Um, but I also just think being candid about where you're at is good because you don't want to be like, inadvertently using people to heal. Like you don't want to be heartbroken and pining over your ex and you see somebody and then you're like, Oh, you're not her. And then they feel like shit. And you're kind of a dickhead for doing that. So to to determine where you're at different levels and then like try to be direct about where you're at with people. So you're not screwing them over. What are, what are y'all next question? I feel like you've just, <laughs> I, that was you excellent. just that's it. That's all of it. Well, where are There's you? no that's, meat left on that bone. That's just my take because I'm actively in this It's a process. very comprehensive take, Donovan, is what for I'm saying. For me. <laughs> for, for, how, for y'all, like coming out of a breakup, how quick are you usually to start dating? What's your experience like? Um, man, I haven't had a ton of breakups in my life. Uh, sure. I feel like... Flex! <laughs> well no my, my current partner and I were broken up for, for a year and I, yeah, I, what? Uh, I did some casual dating like maybe like four months after the breakup and I was not over it at all and yeah. we tried to get back together went poorly um, and then yeah no, yeah, none of the dates that I was on got super serious but I do wish I had been more candid about how not over everything I was on the date I think that is really solid advice from Dono um uh because there are going to be people that are are cool with that and uh and there are people that aren't going to be cool with that but I think it's important to just tell people where you're at um I feel like this person is like asking for a sweet spot like an actual like number of days or something that you're supposed yeah. to wait I feel like in college somebody did like tell me like a new there was like a numerical formula that I'll I can't remember it was like half the, the duration of the relationship plus x or something yeah. like that i, I, I can't even remember something similar at some point yeah i feel like that was like uh that was like a fun fun stupid thing little pre-internet <laughs> meme that <laughs> from the boys talk but um that uh that doesn't work everyone uh is very different in terms of how they process things every relationship is very different i mean the terms on which the relationship ended too i think really can kind yeah, of make a big difference like how you're what you're where your own head is at in terms of like what you're looking for next um casual dating could be really good hookups if that you can handle that kind of thing um you know, you don't, there are options other than jumping headfirst back into a serious, like, long-term relationship. Um, but you do want to give yourself time to heal. Uh, I want to say you'll just, like, know when the moment is right, but honestly, that's not necessarily true. It is very easy to just, like, wallow and then not want to climb back out of the pit. Yeah. So It depends. Um, it depends to me very much on how you heal because there are some yeah, people yeah. who heal by taking time for themselves and time alone. 
and letting the scab over and taking time and, you know, being cool with yourself. There are other people who just need to fulfill a carnal desire in some way and go, <laughs> Oh, thank God. Like the, you know, there's old adages are old adages for a reason. Get on the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody new for yeah. some people that works. Yeah. For some people that is absolutely a thing. And mm-hmm. it also, that very much depends on the kind of breakup that you had. If you, it's, if it's a long running, yeah. very deep, emotionally important relationship to you, that's not going to fulfill that role. You're not going to find what you're looking for in that. And so you heal in a different way. So it's, it's all about, it's all about you in this time as you're healing from the breakup, you figure out how you want to heal from the breakup. Don't drag anyone into anything. If they think it's going to be, you know, don't drag someone in that is thinking it's one thing when you're doing a different thing. So absolutely. Standard absolutely be very clear with your intentions and what you uh are looking to have happen and then uh yeah very much consider where you are before you do anything you figure this out with experience too like there's a good chance you're gonna fuck this up you're gonna be like i'm ready and then you get out there and you fuck somebody emptily is that a word Emptily is a good word emptily yeah and then you're like oh god damn it i'm never gonna if this is this is soulless. I'm never going to find somebody like Hamantha, my ex that I miss so much. <laughs> and then you're kind of dragged back down. Like, yeah. there's no perfect way to do this. There's a good chance that you're going to over or under kind of get back out there or you're not going to get out there at all. And you're like, God, I'm spending all this time alone. Oh, we'll never be the same without Hamantha. And you just get really fucking depressed and then you struggle to get out there. But like there's learning that comes from that. I've had ones in the past where like I went and fucked somebody too quick and was like, ah, shit, that was too quick. And now I feel like way worse. But then you kind of start to calibrate like, okay, this is the kind, this is the level of intimacy that can help. This is where it's too much. Maybe getting out there and just chatting with new people is cool, but you don't want to move anything beyond that. So I don't know. I think we're giving you decent direction here on that. It, you really just got to do some fucking self investigation and feel this thing out. But also like if you fuck it up, it's not the biggest deal and you'll learn something from that. It sucks a whole lot, but you know, just, just try to be honest with yourself and with the people that you're seeing and, mm-hmm. and you'll calibrate this yourself and uh, you know, breakups suck ass, but you, and it's trite to say this, but you do learn a lot about yourself and it's good practice for like other things and just general understanding of how your emotions work and how you how you mourn stuff. So just be taking internal notes on all of this. Um, there's no sweet spot. Just but if you're feeling like you could fucking chat with some people, just get on Tinder. Just send them a message. How's it going? Sending yeah. you up. See if that lifts your heart. You up? Mm. Oh, it feels mm-hmm. so much better. Mm-hmm. It works every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, I think it's it's good to nudge yourself a little bit if you feel like you're there's some inertia setting in, but also just yeah, be constantly checking in with yourself. You're gonna know when you're in the sweet spot, I think. Yeah. Or and if you're in an unsweet spot, you'll you'll you will know also it As, will be if, very if keep obvious. Keep your eyes open. Head on a swivel. You know. Keep your head on a swivel. You got this, listener. I yeah. this is from last month. Your your 
like a two months out of it at this point. I hope you're healing better. I hope you you were able to find. Hey, you should be in the sweet spot now. Oh yeah, definitely by this point, I think you're you're in good shape to get out there. <laughs> Yeah. Shouts out. And we got a name on this one. Hey, Clay, you're okay. Hey, okay, hey, Clay, you you're okay. There you fucking go. I hope that boosts you. Uh, do we want to do one more? Yeah, let's do a shorty. Okay, let me pick a short one. And I'm going to highlight that one in red because of our new question document protocol. <laughs> Check this out. Howdy! With all caps, howdy, howdy back at you. We love that. My partner has a big, big toe. <laughs> Is there a market for this in the feet kink world? Just a big guy's extra big, big toe? Is this a money-making asset? Okay, thanks. Either y'all into a big toe? Not me, no. Uh, like all things. Like all human oddities somebody <laughs> likes it somebody loves it yeah so if you really want to make money off of this man's big big toe you got to get it in front of as many people as you possibly can you're going to take out billboards you're going to take out an ad in the newspaper you're going to do all kinds of shit to get this toe around and somebody can hit you up and be like let me suck that toe and then toe. that's when you start making the money is when sex work with the toe, but it's just the toe. So if you can be cool with just the toe, you're then you can make shit. the dough. You know what I'm saying? A glory hole, but you just put the toe through. Yes. Yes. Donovan, <laughs> now you're talking. That's gotta be, that's gotta exist. <laughs> the toe hole. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to look up. Sam, you were smiling. Are you into a big toe or is just the, oh. the, this is a very funny. <laughs> just get yeah, well, I asked both of you, and Audrey was like, not for me. The question. I, I was, was just checking. We don't judge. This isn't really my racket, but I feel like Audrey did kind of sell me on it, and now I am. Now I'm kind of sold on it too. Uh, yeah, go yeah. check out that fucking toe. Yeah, now I, now I want to know more about the toe. About I mean, the toe. I definitely appreciate a toe. Don't get me wrong. Depends. And yeah, you know. I mean, gonna, I gotta, I gotta know more about this toe. Like, size isn't enough. For me personally to formulate an opinion but yeah. size is going to be enough for somebody i i agree with audrey there's 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 market out there for everything there are size queens for toes i there's there's gotta be i don't know where they hang out or where they congregate you might need to do some googling with the safe search off to find the right uh i don't know uh subreddits or whatever but i know somebody wants a big toe I People haven't like pulled it off toes? yet to just a foot, but sometimes the feeties low-key do something for me. Interesting. I wanted to move away from the mic to say that so I could yell it real loud so that my roommates <laughs> hear it and I get them very uncomfortable. I move away from the mic to profess my nascent fantasies. <laughs> I googled big toe glory hole with a safe search off. Nice. And I got glory hole feet on Pornhub. But okay. This is just like foot jobs See, through to a sense. dick. Through the glory hole. I want the toe going through the glory oh, hole. See, because the toe's not the operative part of the foot. foot is you know what I mean? It's yeah. the souls. It's Big the visual toe. of the hole. Yeah. The Ooh, souls are also cool. important. Yeah. That's true. How's how's this big fella's arches? <laughs> yeah. like a, he got fuck he got them St. Louis feet. Some people are gonna want the full package for sure, but you know, you set your own terms. 
I'm really bummed out. This is all just dicks going through a glory hole. And Unacceptable. Lovely I want ladies just, putting their even just feet around. Yeah. Yeah. I want even just feet through the hole, and then you get to play with the feet. And I, I specifically said big toe through a glory hole. Free glory hole feet porn videos on tubesafari.com. Yep, again. This is just cocks. Not a single foot through the hole. I'm trying to go to New York for Fleet Week, have a tube safari, you know what I'm saying? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> this is... Oh, god damn. These are like gopher glory holes. They're like coming out of the ground, and this woman's trampling on them. Oh, oh no. Well, we I love to see it. We love to see it. Someone, Someone loves, loves to see it. and feel that. Yes. With Come cleats. on a foot. Oh, no. Well, she got high heels. That's kind of like cleats. Kind of like a cleat. It's like one. It's a very large, singular cleat spike. Foot. Okay, one last one. Foot through a glory hole. Yep. Dot MPG. Reddit. Reddit. Um, okay. Uh, never stick your foot through a glory hole. Ask gay bros. Oh. Uh, we're torn the inside. There's Then there's some glory holes. At some point, somebody starts sucking on my toes from the other side. At first what do you mean never? Little... If that's what you want, then that, to put your foot through there and someone will suck on them toes. Yeah. Wait, and then, and then, wait, they put their foot through the hole and somebody put their foot in their ass? Wait, put their foot in their ass. Then, this person and, their, and his boyfriend went to a bathhouse to fool okay. around and maybe fool around with someone else. There was a glory hole. And then they're fucking on one end. And for balance, I stick my foot into one of the holes, propping Never myself happened. up. Yeah, Never I can't believe this. I don't think you, they just fucked your foot. Okay, what about uh, foot, our foot fetish talks? Would you use a glory hole for feet? There you go. We all That's know what a glory hole is, right? How about one a little bigger that could fit a foot? Would you play with an anonymous foot sticking through a glory hole, even if you couldn't tell if it's a girl or a guy's foot? What would you do specifically and why? Benoist 282 says I would only on the condition of pictures of who they are above the hole. That's not the point of the <laughs> glory hole. Yeah. What where's the glory? Or a guy's cock either, you know? Right. <laughs> right. It's the magic of the thing. Yeah. I love all um, the jokes that are about like um if you stick your dick to the hole, a girl will suck your dick. Like it's like women in glory. <laughs> I mean sometimes, but hey. mostly I'm thinking not. If you put your foot through the glory hole, you'll get a, a pedicure. That would be nice. <laughs> I would, would go actually, to that, I'd glory go to that glory hole. I'd go to yeah. that glory hole. Uh, if they were clean and pretty, why not? I'd put my feet through. Why not? As long yeah. as they were clean, I'm sure I'd have a bit of fun there. Some I don't like really like dirty. Yeah, these are damn. These people are these people are down. But it, yeah. there's no evidence that. This yeah, you went happened. to our feet. <laughs> yeah, you, you, found the, you found the target audience this is so weird that like the average person is just kind of down for this everybody in the comments is just kind of down to put their foot through the hole that's called selection bias I, keep, I find so many things of people asking this in different foot communities and then people are like yeah I'd probably do that but I can't find a single image of a foot through a glory hole and that's, that's just... sacred act it's never to be photographed Okay, what about? I'm sorry, I've been stuck on this, but I really you have been. Save search off. Phaser set just, to stun. It's wait, <laughs> wait, 
Wait, fuck oh. glory hole. This vid.com, there's two feet through a hole and a guy's sucking on the toes. That's what I'm I think I did about. it. It exists. Two holes. Full glory hole. This vid.com. Damn. Search it. Yeah. Are you go, watching hey, it right now? Go to this. No, but I, I am now. Is it pretty good? <laughs> it's only 20 seconds. This is two feet through some holes and a nice bearded gentleman is slurping on those piggies. Well, I'd have I to put it. it on repeat, but I think we could make this happen. We could get this noise in here. Damn, he's really, he's deep throwing this foot. This is crazy. No, the joke, okay. the joke was that I could get off to the foot. Oh, well, I'll put the link in the chat if you want to see you guys suck on some feet through a hole. I do Patreon want to see that. <laughs> and on that note we have to say thanks to sam for coming with us oh. on this roller coaster of an episode oh thank you this is one of my favorite podcasts health. yeah sickness and well, health. thank you for saying that it makes us feel good yeah yeah this is so great editor's note here i didn't say thank you because i was too busy watching the feed what do you got to plug where can people find your stuff um, let's see. Yeah. So I have my new book, uh, enlightened transsexual comics. It's out from silver sprocket. You can get it in the bookstore, or request it from a library or go to their website, uh, which I forget. Uh, if you happen to be in Philadelphia, I will be doing a reading. I'm going to be following fish around on tour for the next week and a half, <laughs> what? uh, across Pennsylvania. So if you're going to any fish shows in the Pennsylvania area, uh, come find me at Shakedown street. I'll give you a comic book. Um, they're fucking uh, rules. Hell yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> been looking forward to this all year. Um, and I will, yeah, so I'm trying to, justify this as a business expense so i will be doing a brief reading in philadelphia and i'm going to be very fried so be very gentle to me um <laughs> it's at the bookstore called partners and son uh it's one of the best comic shops on the planet uh that's uh sunday uh july 23rd which hopefully is after this uh yes yeah, yeah you got a, if you're okay. hearing this you got a few days unless you're going through the backlog <clears throat> then when all we got for you is the foot glory hole video do yeah. we want to put? Let's put the put it in the description. I mean, ultimately, I it's pretty. Want, it's just a guy it's sucking on sedate. Yeah. I want to see it. I don't know. Yeah, check like the it, chat. We got like that it. link in there. <laughs> it's long text. Well, thank you again. We got a shout out, uh, Sam, and we got a shout out this nice gentleman slurping on the feet at thisvid.com slash videos. What do you got to plug? I unplugged this in a little bit. It's data transfer. Yeah. I got in a drunken argument with Corla the other night. She said that I did not in, that I didn't like data transfer. Well, I like oh. data transfer plenty. I love that show. I love doing it. Go listen to it yeah. at uh, data transfer uh, anywhere you find your podcasts. <laughs> Good context too. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I already kind of. I'm just gonna plug the foot glory hole video again. I'm gonna put it in the description. I hope Hell it doesn't yeah. get like. I Any hope it doesn't get like flagged or something. You should check it out. Maybe I'll just like get rid of the. I'll do like www spell out dot. There you go. Video slash foot dash glory hole. I'll type that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? Else? We love feet. You know what else we love though? It's our <laughs> patrons. Five dollars a month. You get a bonus episode each week. But for $10 a month, you can get a bonus episode each week. We'll send you a sticker. You can join the Discord. Um, wait, but at $10 a month, did I already send $10? We also shout your name out in lights at the end of each episode. Who are we shouting out first this week, Audrey? We begin as we do with Brock. 
We're shouting out Anthony Limberg. We're going to shout out our beloved day one Barb. That's all. Wait, no, I remember what's after that. It's my dad. We're shouting out my dad. Uh, next, we're shout. Do we have a, a specific name for this person? Or are we just using the Patreon name? Stick with the Patreon name. I just, I think they changed their name. On, Maybe. Like, they changed their display name. Okay. We're shouting out David. Yeah, we'll do we'll just do we'll just do first name. We'll check with them. Yeah. Uh, longtime patron, we love you. Tell us if do you want the old name. Yeah. We're shouting out Dylan. We're gonna shout out Gigi. We're shouting out K friggin' money. We're gonna shout out Mal Criata. We're shouting out MC Proletariat. We're shouting out Mickey Flykick. No, 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 no. We're shouting out Rico Suave. We're going to shout out Riley. Episode 687, The Yellow Rose of Toland. We're shouting out Ryan, Rich Homie Click Clack. We're going to shout out Super Deformed. Change the order because they changed their name. We're I shouting know, it's out Tufted Titmouse. Everyone knows it's Wendy. Because we're, we're everyone knows because we're, we're shouting, shouting out Wendy, out. yeah, yeah. And finally, last but not least, tweet tweet. We're shouting out Ren. Thank you so much for joining us at the ten dollar a month level. You truly are the, the wind, wind beneath, beneath our, our, wings. our wings. I was trying to say it at the same time as you, and then you said I was it trying all to do that. I was trying to do that too on it. <laughs> I just fucked everything up. <laughs> you get the idea, uh, listener. Pretend we were harmonizing. Genuinely, thank all wings. of you. We love you. We love all of our patrons. And even yep. if you can't give us money, if you give us five stars or a nice review somewhere, that goes a long way. Certainly does. Write a review where you say, I don't swear enough. <laughs> we need the parody. Balance out the scales. Balance the false. Yeah. I did the music. It's uh, Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB. You can find it in more songs like it at SoundCloud.com slash RFTBpod. Outro song, Rat Curse, The Bellowing Pines, finding it on streaming. Thanks again for listening, folks. We truly love you, and we hope that you find love and success in love this week and every week. Yeah. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah!